to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hoping all of you feel beautiful today. You feel empowered. You feel motivated. But most of all, I hope all of you feel loved today. I tried several times to get up a podcast last week, y'all, but I had no voice whatsoever. (laughs) I flew from LA to Boston for work and then straight to Chicago for my brother's wedding. And by the time I made it back to LA, I was just completely done for like no more voice, no more nothing. I was, it was a wrap. Um, the wedding was so beautiful, y'all. We had so much fun. Uh, and just to give you guys a little bit of background, my oldest brother and I are 14 years apart. He swore he would never get married. Uh, and growing up, he was always the one that was just against the whole marriage thing. He said it wasn't for him and just that it's just not something that he wanted. So fast forward to a year ago, exactly. He popped up one day. He had been seeing his then girlfriend, now wife, uh, for a while and out of the blue said he was getting married. Uh, Shock of a lifetime for us. (laughs) But uh, in my mind, I just wrote him off as the man that never wanted to tie the knot. But he got married, y'all. And I have just never seen him so happy in my entire life. Uh, It made me so proud to to be his sister, just seeing him stand up as a man of his word and marry his bride. Um, And the night was full of love. Love is so real, y'all. There was not a dry eye in the house during the ceremony. And if you ever, you know, have the pleasure of knowing my family members and, and I, we you know, we do not stop partying until the DJ goes home. <laughs> we partied all night long, y'all. And it was one of the most beautiful weddings I have ever seen. But uh, I had to share this with you. I was in the wedding and I was asked to bring a plus one. So naturally, I started thinking of all the guys I could ask to accompany me to this huge wedding. Uh, I didn't want to just show up alone. You know, it's my family. They've seen me single for a while now. So it would be good to show up with some nice arm candy, you know. So I'm thinking of who I would want to bring. Right. And my list kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter. (laughs) And the more I thought about it, I was like, dang, I really don't, I really don't want to bring anybody. (laughs) Um, And don't get me wrong. I do have some really great guy friends that would have happily taken me to the wedding, but I wanted somebody to be my date date, not just my date. You know, but like, this is my, this is my date. (laughs) As in, I'm seeing this guy, he's seeing me and only me. And we may get in a couple slow songs on the dance floor, you know? Uh, As I was going through my mental Rolodex of guys that you couldn't really classify as strictly friends, but you weren't exactly dating either. I started to think, why do I even have a mental Rolodex of guys 
that I don't classify as friends, but we aren't dating either. Why do I have a pass to to the it's complicated Facebook status of a potentially great relationship? And for the sake of being really transparent with you, I have entertained my fair share of fuckboys in my lifetime. If you don't know what that is, you either must be super blessed or living under a rock. But I know 99.9% of us have dealt with that type of guy. And I'm not I'm not going off on a rant or a tangent. I'm not bitter about anything, but going to this wedding made me think, why at 28 can I not call a guy that I'm interested in and ask him to be my date at this wedding and feel confident that there will be no extra stuff behind it when I ask him? Extra meaning my mind first goes to, well, will he even go with me? I'm not sure if he even likes me like that. Or he says he likes me, but he hasn't really hit me up lately. We messed around last time I saw him, but I don't think he'll want to go with me. Those are just examples, obviously, but these are the questions that go through our minds when we think of that guy we really like and thinking of all the ways we could make it work with them when in reality, they should be moving and shaking to make it work with us too, if it's something real. My favorite quote is from Shonda Rhimes from her book, Year of Yes. If you haven't read that book, you should. It's amazing. I downloaded the audio version just to hear Shonda Rhimes read it to me. (laughs) But in her book, Shonda says, and I quote, Do not let what he wants eclipse what you need. He may be dreamy, but he is not the sun. You are. I had to write that down on a post-it and obviously in my notes section in my phone because It's so easy for us as women to get super caught up in the feelings of someone else, especially a man that we like. He likes sports. We're watching the next basketball game. He's into art. We're at the art museum trying to learn what's the latest exhibit, knowing good and well we could care less about art or the exhibit that it's in. He's not into commitments. We tell ourselves, it's okay, we're just kicking it. He'll warm up to me once he sees how amazing I am. I am guilty of that too. And we find a guy that we like so much. I mean, he's really good looking. He got a job, has some money in his pocket. He got a little swag. It doesn't take that much, especially if you find someone that's your type. And at some point, we let our needs kind of fall to the wayside because we compromise them for what he wants. He wants to have sex with you, but still hasn't taken you out on a decent date. So you think, oh, well, I mean, we're adults. I have needs and so does he. And if he's not getting it from me, then he's getting it from somebody else. So I'll just do it this time and make him take me out on a date next time. I mean, it's just sex, right? I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I press play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. 
Truths. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's textures and tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. He only calls when he wants to talk to you, which you're happy with. You're happy to talk to him. I mean, he's almost bae, but when it's your turn to call him, he's busy. Or maybe he doesn't answer at all and he hits you with a text back. The texts are short, very surface level, and he seems uninterested. But you like dates, boo. You like dates, you like talking on the phone, you like being checked up on, and you like to feel wanted, and there is nothing wrong with that. Don't get so caught up in the fact that you just have to have somebody. You just have to have a man's company or just have to have a man in your life, period, that you're selling yourself short at the end of the day because you're putting everything you've got into something that may not even be worth putting into. We, as in I included, can get so caught up into how a man feels or what he's going to think that we don't pay attention to how we feel or what we even think about certain things. And I know I'm not the only one that's been there. I know a lot of wisdom comes from just being in the game from, for a long time and dealing with men, uh, which I do recommend if you know, you're close with someone a little bit older, especially, you know, like a grandma or like your mom or someone like that, or or an auntie that you feel close to, ask them questions, sit down, tell them, tell them what's going on. It's no use in, in keeping it all to yourself, especially if another woman has gone through it, especially an older woman, they have knowledge y'all. And you need to, to get in on that knowledge as well. I do also believe that your gut will never steer you wrong. We choose to ignore our gut feelings sometimes, but it is always right. Trust your gut always. Even at the slightest feeling of something not being right, you will feel that. And listening to your gut or even just being mindful of how you feel during conversations with your guy or how you feel when you're around him, you will know when it's not right. I was having a conversation with one of my closest friends. Uh, She went to college with me. So she's seen my dating pool and she's met the guys that I went out with and the guys that I was super, super serious about. And 
the ones I just couldn't let go. And, and she's seen them all. And more oftentimes than not, we've, we've kind of come to the conclusion that it was the guy that chose himself that ultimately ended whatever fling or relationship that we had. Uh, he chose his wants. He chose his needs and he chose his desires. Uh, not once did he consult me and say, well, what do you think about this? You know, how, how do you feel, Ash? What are your wants, Ash? What are your needs? What are your desires? Uh, and I'm guessing that some of you have been in the same boat uh, and, not, and you were not asked those questions either. And I know some of you know, but uh, him choosing his wants and his needs kind of sounds like this. It's not you, it's me. I'm not ready for a relationship. Or, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And those are just examples, but you get where I'm coming from. Don't get me wrong. A man has every right to do what he needs for himself. And it's good he's being honest. But you also have every right to do what you need to do for yourself. To not settle for anything less than what you think you deserve. And not do a damn thing until you get it. I call this choosing yourself, deciding that no matter what type of Jedi mind tricks this man is pulling on you, that you're choosing your wants, your needs, and your desires when it's all said and done. If there is one thing I learned in my 28 years of living is that a man will do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So choose yourself first. If you can't get jiggy with getting down and dirty before a first date, then don't get down and dirty. If you want to wait until he shows that he's worth your time and energy, then freaking wait. And that's okay. We have to stop being afraid he won't talk to us anymore if if we choose our wants over his or that he won't be interested in us anymore. When in reality, sis, if he's really into us, he'll be cool with that. Whatever it is that you want, whether that be time spent getting to know each other more, being courted more, or whatever, if he's for us, he'll do it, and we won't have to ask. The problem, though, with choosing yourself is that it's really hard. It's easy to, you know, go for go for the regular, go for the okie doke. You know, if he calls, you pick up all the time. You're always available. Um, he doesn't really have that much to to fight for, to work for. Um, it's also very easy to get caught up in the, well, why didn't he call me? Why did he do this to me? Why didn't he text me back? Why doesn't he treat me the way I deserve to be treated? And you go in this circle and you go round and round and round and you end up right back where you started. You will drive yourself mad trying to figure out the mind of someone else, meanwhile completely losing yours. Choosing yourself means letting that shit go and to keep it pushing. If he can't rock with you and ride the wave that you're on right now with what you need and what you want, then baby, he can't catch this wave. So don't be ass out, sad, upset, or angry that he didn't pull through on his end of what you thought was a bargain. You are the son, not him. You are. What God has for you is for you, and there is nothing that can mess that up or keep that from you. If it doesn't feel right, step back. Think about it. Listen to your gut. Save yourself tears in the end and find your peace now by choosing you and always choosing you. Nothing is worth your peace. No job, no man, no friend, nobody. 
So to wrap this up, I did go to the wedding alone. I would have loved to have a guy there that was really into me and only me, but no, I didn't use my plus one. And yes, I did have to deal with the questions. Why don't you have a boyfriend? And when will you get married? Yada, yada, yada. But you know what? I could have easily, easily called any of the guys I was quote unquote interested in, but I know that calling them and wanting them to show up for me in a way that I know they couldn't show up for me for, I chose me. I chose my own love. I chose my own happiness. I chose my own peace. All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon. Peace.